1: Welcome to Jackass. It's the podcast where we're on a path of destruction through every single episode of Jackass.
0: We are three lifelong fans of the show reliving the belly laughs, bad ideas, and broken bones.
2: Today we're doing season three, episode three of Jackass, the TV show. Mm -hmm. And it was a great day in history, folks. It was. This episode came out on July 8, 2001. And uh, one of the greatest female tennis players ever, Venus Williams, won her third Grand Slam singles title. Ooh. And in doing so, she beat the first ever Belgian to ever make Wimbledon final, male or female. So that was kind of cool for our uh, uh, Venus Williams. There you go. This day. Do you like Venus or Serena be- better?
0: Uh, Serena. The longevity always goes a long way for me. I like that. I like the the one that just kind of lasted a bit longer. You know what I mean? Did you see the new movie? Can you believe Venus? Was, like the whole movie
2: was about Venus? Like everyone thinks Serena is bigger, but that whole movie was like. I guess maybe they'll do a part two with
0: Serena. Well, no, Serena know, was but. supposed to be the 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 one. I mean, that was kind of the point of it. Was like she was the one who was who was chosen by the coaches, and like that was that was it, right? And then and a Serena, no, Venus was Venus was, and Serena was yeah. in the background, just kind of learning arbitrarily and managed to, to do it kind of like uh, uh our life chris you know uh you're always just kind of in the background copying me except uh, uh you're just not doing it as well you know what i mean no that's
2: exactly the opposite <laughs> like maybe you get picked first because they look at you but then it comes through i really bring that bring the heat you know what i mm-hmm. mean like i am clearly the most popular person on this podcast me jay then
1: you uh-huh so I think you were, that. Uh, but when well, I gotta ask you, when did when did you get so serious about these facts? Like, what the fuck happened? To <laughs> it? it was a balmy thirty six degrees in Toronto, and and uh, fucking Schumacher, Michael Schumacher, Grand Prix, Grand Prix World Champion, and all that shit. Now you're actually giving us real facts. Come on, what man. was the
2: difference between the Schumacher what? and this? It's literally a sporting event that someone sho- the called The Grand thing title was wrapped the exact up same
1: fact <laughs> in the sarcastic irony, which I just loved and adored that we didn't speak of but you you just brought it and this time you're just like oh tennis at tennis anyone no no tennis no more tennis tennis there's literally
2: only one entertaining thing that happens every fucking sunday (laughs) if that it's kind of fucking i've got some slim
1: pickings over here but i'll I'll get i'll bring them bring the heat next week wait when did this come out what was the date july 8th 2001 july 8th okay well, well some of the shit we're gonna see in season 3 episode 3 i kind of thought this was like a halloween episode because there's some shit i'm like what why are, they, why are they doing this but uh we'll get into it let's get into it um this is this is a good one i enjoyed this one just right at the top i want to say that i feel like really? we're starting to get into 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 gear here in season 3 yeah guys good i gotta be
0: honest this i am curious to hear your thoughts on it but i think this right. was like the most disappointing episode i've seen in a long time for some reason
2: i'm i'm a little concerned that jay might have watched the wrong episode because i i am very shocked that you said that <laughs> oh, yeah, hey, honestly. Let's,
0: let's,
1: let's let's see how this one goes yeah all right fine fair enough let's get down to it but uh i do gotta oh man you know what though i do want to tell a quick story if that's okay. all right it's okay Because it's been a while since Whatever. I've done Our one of these. Our listeners might
0: take exception to it because I know they don't no, want to hear from it. you. But...
1: <laughs> uh, listen, it's been a while since I've done one of these. So the other day I was taking a shit, right? Mm-hmm. And, See, wait, it's uh, been a well, couple so days since you've shit? taken a shit? No, I told a shit story on the podcast. Mm. Don't worry. I'm, no. I'm fairly regular. You, got you tell to shitty worry about stories
0: all the time. What are you talking I about? I know.
1: <laughs> I know. This one's extra shitty. Trust me. So I was I, I, I'm doing my business. I finish up and uh, I go to flush the toilet and, uh, oh, we got a plug boys. Oh, good thing. I had the plunger right there in the toilet. So uh, I grab that and start doing the, doing the plunge job. But this fucking plunger, I don't know where it came from or why it's so goddamn cheap, but it does this thing where if you push too hard, it inverts and looks like the head of a dick. You know? Yes, I know what you're about to say, and this sucks. It's a ticking time bomb, this, <laughs> this type of plunger, because if you pull it out too quick, what's going to happen is that rubber is going to start to like meld back to its original shape, and once that happens, oh, the, the water snap. that yep. has collected in the head of the penis will shoot back at you, and this happened today. Luckily, it only got on my leg. But the whole time I was thinking, this is disgusting. I'm in a bad mood now. I just got covered in shit water. Uh, well, the I one feel thing... like you're just sitting there with your mouth open, <laughs> just like, come on, baby. Come on, just fucking jerking it. Just fucking like it to come at this at you.
0: wasn't your toilet. This was just a public washroom you'd found <laughs> looking for a clog somewhere. <laughs> yeah,
1: that's what I do. I just I carry a plunger everywhere because <laughs> you can never be just too prepared. Face, but... baby, so anyway, I get it on me. And the one thing that was my saving grace was this fucking podcast. And I'll tell you why. Because the first thought that came to mind was, if this was a jackass stunt, would I be upset right now that I was covered in poo water? And then I started to put it into perspective. You know what? If it was a jackass stunt, I'd be covered in far more poo water and probably yeah. worse things. So at the end of the day, it wasn't that bad. Thanks, so jackass. Bad. Nice. Thank you nice. for that. You know, there's a little silver lining on that poo cloud. We're glad, and, uh, we're glad
0: we could be here to uh, to help you through all of these uh, these tragic moments that you've been living through.
1: But here's the real thing, Mikey. Mm-hmm. After all that happened, I thought I was done. Oh, no. I hear the toilet tank going. I'm thinking, why isn't the fucking tank filling up? I just hear water going. You know, it should have stopped by now, right? So I lift the lid off and I swear to God, I was transported to like 1990 and I was suddenly Arnold Schwarzenegger in his post-action movie career where he was doing like comedy roles, like action comedies, and I'm like Arnold uh, as like an undercover CIA agent who's, you know role playing as someone's maid to get close to the bad guy and he's lifting the lid off the toilet tank and there's water shooting everywhere and i'm just like go oh, it's too much pressure abort <laughs> the <Wait>. mission <laughs> colonel mission failed you, you oh, actually I'm like, there's this. water shooting at the fucking ceiling Whoa, it's going in my no. eye and shit i'm i'm trying to scramble to get this fucking tank closed it was nuts man that's the worst bathroom experience i've had in a long time
0: that sounds awful that sounds terrible i'm i'm uh, i'm but i'm glad you started off jackass with that experience because i think you can bring some of that energy in today's today's episode thank you
1: yeah so i had a shower and things were fine things were (laughs) fine yes i did have the shower no comment no comment um I, you know i may be nasty but i'm not that nasty and you know what is nasty and always gross me out when kids do that fucking oh. eyelids thing where they flip them inside out and say I hi i'm johnny knoxville welcome to jackass because uh i can't even think about that that's so, the start that that's the start of
0: this out. one baby pork chop chattanooga is uh doing an impression of the top of your plunger there jay he's flipping it the wrong way until it snaps oh, back <laughs> right
1: Right, oh, the my shit water is just gonna pour whole out of his eyes. Episode
2: now, yeah, <laughs> that's a nightmare. Um, uh, I didn't even notice that happened in the intro. Thank God. Fuck, oh, you didn't notice that? No, I just, I, I don't know. I was, guess I was writing my notes. So I'm what really do you happy do? I you I click that.
1: play and then close your eyes? I don't understand.
2: No, I was looking down, Mikey. If you fucking do that, I swear to God, <laughs> get to I, No, Mikey, I swear to God, I'll quit the podcast. <laughs> I'll walk away right now. <laughs> you fuck right off i'll never do a fucking episode ever again just stop it seriously I, I throw me off i'm gonna be fucked for the rest of the episode
0: man. <laughs> oh i love
2: it's like literally like like i think that's worse than throwing up or anything for me i cannot fucking like my eyes feel weird now i think my whole that, day's i think Thanks.
0: this actually might be the hardest that i laughed uh in in the whole episode was was laughing at me flipping my eyelids at chris and by the way if you didn't see that you can watch us over at youtube we have the full episodes with video on there, so you can check us out. Just search Jackass on YouTube. I can't even look at the fucking screen anymore.
2: I'm not <laughs> even right. fucking playing into this. It's I all right. Fucked me
1: up. Just let all me right, let me on. guide you through. We need to get into this. Knoxville is here. He he farts off camera. His mom, his mom is here on camera, which is kind of it was yeah. Nice to see his see what his mom looks like. See if there's any resemblances. I guess there's a little bit. Um, you got Knoxville. Knoxville is her name. Lemoyne, and he rips a big one, and you get that <laughs> classic, you know, mom and son you know, banter like, mom, no, please don't hit me, mom. Mom, please. <laughs> it's, <laughs> you
0: amazing know, that classic
1: uh, domestic abuse that yeah, don't uh, we hit all me, know and mom. love.
0: Put your slipper back on. Um, yeah. It's amazing because this is where we get to see Johnny's childhood house. And it's weird because they don't do like an intro to say, hey, this is Johnny's childhood house. You're just kind of there and you're like, OK, I guess we're we're, we're, we're dealing with it. But It's such a stereotypical old person's house with this patchwork of like things that it was, it looks like it was furnished at garage sales held by retirement homes across the Southern United States. Like everything in here, I've never seen them in an actual store. I've just seen them in old people's homes. Like the, <laughs> the way that the like the couch, that's like 99% wood, except for like a floral print cover with a cushion. That's like as thick as a sugar packet. Like why does, why does anyone have any of these couches?
2: What what I love about it is like the, it's like brought back that nostalgia to when you're a kid and like swearing is so bad. And like, they're just saying jackass, but they're like, are you sure we can say it? Like that, like hesitancy when they're going to say jackass. Oh, and they're yeah. like, like they're getting away with something. I remember when we were a kid and like, we we're listening to meatloaf in the car we're driving up to go skiing or something and and uh you're your co-host of the retrograde Andrew, Andrew Baskin was in the car with us and there's a part where meatloaf says and shove it up your ass and I'd be like so nervous when it, that part was going to be happening like I was witnessing to <laughs> something that I wasn't supposed to be and Andrew actually said ass and I smacked him I was like you can't say ass in front of my dad and like nobody cared but I was just like that's the moment I realized where I was like oh my god like, that's I when you turned you full that. rebel
0: that was when you uh, 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 say, you Sean yeah. Michaels sweet chin music, your buddy Andrew through a barbershop window and became the heel a
2: hundred percent that was that day that changed my whole life
1: it's
2: been nothing but fucking hard sex drugs and rock and roll
1: yep. ever since here's You're just a, hanging question a question for you guys head out the window going whole drive.
0: a question for you guys because we go you know we get the introduction to i'm assuming johnny's nephews yeah. uh and and his mom and the house that looks like it was uh, fucking a doll house from a haunted child in the victorian era but then we go into the intro are you guys skipping the intro at this point or are you watching it all the way through I'll usually leave it on, but I do too. Cause yeah. I don't know how many more times I'm going to get to watch it in my life at this point. You know, yeah. after this, after this season's over, that's jackass, the whole series, the t- TV series, you know, we're on episode that's three it, right baby. now. Who that's knows it. how many more times I'm going to get a chance to see it. Hey, I mean, you could always just
2: go back and watch it. Like it's not like you're not allowed to watch. No, I know, but realistically, will I, will I? I don't know. Nah, I, I don't know. know. I've been rewatching them all the time. It's an actual real fan. You're just a fucking clout chaser. All
1: right. The glue Ooh, the movie's test. Coming out. The I fucking to glue test. I got to I got to move things along. It's the glue test. This is Johnny yes. Knoxville putting on a hard hat full of glue. And they're going to see if they can hang them from a steel beam just by his head. Hey, that's a concept. Uh, he starts introducing a big um, dumpster full of olive oil, human hair, and hot sauce. And yeah. for a second, I thought uh, none of those are adhesives. What what is this? Oh. <laughs> putting two and two together once I saw the full setup. No, they're just going to place that under him so if he can't hang on, he, that's what he's going into. Um yeah, this is pretty self-explanatory. He he tries to hold out, but it doesn't seem like the glue is going to stick. So they lose him and uh Well, no,
0: he let go. There you go
1: well yeah i think like wasn't okay correct me if i'm wrong here i might have got the setup wrong but i thought they were trying to get the glue to set on his head is that not what happened and it just wasn't setting so he like no no no
0: they no it was the they they super glued the helmet to the beam and he was going to hold on to the helmet and keep himself over the the big old bucket of hair oil and hot sauce they should have glued his head this is just like a shittier version of of like when they (laughs) when they do
2: like the uh like the garbage can with the metal the metal magnet you know in the junkyard. right right because it's like it's like this is only as good as this is just like why why even have the helmet why not just hang on to something yeah, you know with yeah, that I it was guess like so, yeah. it was actually stuck to the thing so he was actually able to hold because he had a, a whole suit on opposed to hanging on to these handles so i mean i guess it's something for optics but it just i mean it just
0: but here's the this is one of the strangest set. ideas for a sketch because the concept itself there's no logic to it like in in general the thing he's falling into isn't visually pleasing or gross it's like i get the concept of olive oil hair and hot sauce is gross but when he falls into it there's you barely even see it on him he's just sitting there holding on to the helmet and not doing anything because it's exhausting i just this is one of the most inconsequential sketches they've ever started with and i thought maybe the the biggest takeaway i had here was that In the intro to it, when they're setting it all up, I've never seen Bam Margera so serious about anything in his entire life as when he's gluing the helmet to the beam. He's got this look of concentration on his face and calm. And it just seems like the more we know about Bam, the more he fucking loves making up concepts and building them and making them come to fruition. And that was like part and parcel to to this one was how seriously he took that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I mean, when he falls into... You know, it's like you said, there's not really a big visual spectacle on display, just kind of splashes a little. But I will say whatever they hosed them off with after actually looked dirtier than the hair, hot yeah. sauce, and oil. Seriously. Like, what, where are they getting this water from? It just looked like this brown sludge. Um, but yeah, Johnny Knoxville runs off into the into the streets, and that's the end of the segment. I guess we should probably give this a rating since it was the opener, and it took some, you know, a little bit of the time out of the episode. Uh, Chris, what did you think of this one?
2: I'm going a two out of ten. It really had nothing for me. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree I agree with even that. Need to elaborate. It was there just wasn't much.
1: Wasn't much. I agree. I'll, I'll give a ten out of ten to Knoxville for <laughs> the display of upper body strength, but yeah, uh, not bad for the sketch. Yeah, probably just a two. I'm going to match up with you on that, guys. I'm going
0: a lot lower on this one, uh, and this is because you know sometimes I'll give credit for the concept and then take away some points because they didn't they didn't bring it to fruition. This is a bad concept. There's no spectacle to it it seemed like johnny was bored and then even at the end when he's chasing everyone around to do his typical like i'm covered in something gross give me a hug cossack says no my leg don't do it and johnny pulls off and doesn't even hug him there there's no payoff at all
1: i'm giving this one a 0.5 out of
0: 10 i hate to to start off ever it's it's gotta be that
1: is yeah yeah (laughs) wow yeah i don't think you've ever had anything lower than that like i don't think we've I don't think any of us have given a zero as far as I remember. So I don't even think there's been Shit. a one. I, yeah. I I
0: gave a I gave a, uh, a point five to grass skiing from Ryan Dunn from Jackass season one episode.
1: eight. Oh, <laughs> OK, never mind. Oh. Of course, a Dunn sketch. I shouldn't be surprised. <laughs> an, early uh, an, an early Dunn sketch. An early Dunn sketch. sketch. And uh, in the next one, we get Chris Hanna riding one of those red bucket carts down a hill. It looks like he's a friend of Bam and Dunn and the crew. Quick little interstitial there. But we're off to some more, a different type of riding, if you will. This one, a little bit more for the man who likes to dress up. The, the man established gentleman.
0: The distinguished gentleman.
1: A man who takes his work seriously, puts in his nine to five. This is office chairs. At the skate park, we've got uh, business done. Business is about to be done here. <laughs> okay. Yeah, ryan done in a suit. And uh Deco's wearing a suit as well. These guys look great in the fucking suits, by the way. Way to go, boys. And uh, I, yeah, you they're know just taking the office chairs down I the love- ramps.
0: I love that they didn't they didn't try to make them like shitty suits. They really did dress them up nice. They look yeah, yeah. like they both really wore those suits well. And it would have been one thing if they did like a like a, a sweaty fat fucks thing where they just made them look like garbage. Like, oh, I'm a dumb office worker. But they made them like gave them nice shoes, nice briefcase, yeah. nice socks. They looked good. Yeah, yeah. I agree.
2: Did Dunn do a, an office space reference? Was he kind of imitating the boss in the movie Office Space at the beginning? I'm pretty sure. He likes that first line he said was that maybe insert the clip or something when we're doing mm. the uh, I didn't the pick up because on it that, was, no. you know, that like douchebag boss. Yeah, like, mm, that would be great. Yeah. If you could join us yeah. on Saturday, that'd be great. I'm pretty sure that's what he was going the number of there. times,
0: by the way, as someone who manages uh, who who has worked as a, as a manager or like a like a general manager at a company, the number of times you're tempted to say that would be great. And, and I have to make myself not do it because I know that that's now become a joke. It's it's staggering. But by the way, did Ryan Dunn dye his hair red? Am I crazy? Does he have red (laughs) Uh, hair in this one? I don't
1: don't know. Did he? I I didn't notice that. I didn't didn't notice that. I'm pretty sure it's kind of reddish. Yeah. Hmm.
2: Maybe he's just a ginger. He has that ginger strength, I feel.
1: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> look guys there's a lot of fun here to be had lots of nun sho- n- n- nut shots nun shots no don't worry no nuns were harmed in the <laughs> making of this episode uh there's one where they go off a ledge and Dunn kind of lands on top of Digo, dico deco in a doggy style position which i had to chuckle at. that was funny what are the odds well the um, whole the whole
0: concept we should clarify is basically they're sitting in their in their suits rolling at one another on half pipes in like office chairs with and and like it's it's a yeah. great it's fun I, this one was oh, the yeah. spectacle and and they intersperse it with like bam, skateboarding and like doing a good job at it. At that, it was this was fun, man. I I, I had a great time. There was a nice energy to it. The music was fun. Mm. uh Deco, Deco doing to, the
2: roll
1: in off like the off the big
2: pipe. Yeah. That was that was nuts, awesome. and like, he I landed believe it that actually. Worked. Dude, and they actually that's my favorite part. That
1: too. Yeah. yeah yeah definitely my favorite part because he before he goes down he's sitting in his chair and he's like these documents need to be done on time let me tell you that and he's just the way he's acting <laughs> like he's got that fucking deco ridiculous it's so deco that that I, I, it's prime deco love. you know it's like deco i think you'd want to say chris was deco <laughs> in
0: jackass forever i don't remember I don't think was he, he wearing a pico <laughs> to, I <don't> know.
1: <laughs> yeah i didn't see him in there i don't think so
0: i think he's pretty much separated himself from the crew probably the healthy thing to do to be honest um I I also think about this one that it probably hurts way more than it looks, uh, especially because Mm. (laughs) Ryan Dunn keeps taking the corner of a briefcase in the head. And like, those (laughs) things are heavy. They, 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 that would hurt a lot. Uh, And he's doing, he's taking it like a champ, but how many times can you take the corner of a briefcase into the forehead before you really start (laughs) to think that you're an office man?
1: (laughs) And a good point. And I think uh, on this one, boys, The it's like you said, Mikey, there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff happening and you'd be if you just kind of watched it, you know, half paying attention. Yeah, you might not think it was anything spectacular, but I just I don't know. There's something about it that I love the the concept and that they went all out and dressed up and they, you know, they put in the work to make it a little something out of it. And honestly, it just looked like they're having a lot of fucking fun doing it, Mm -hmm. which is always good to see that they're enjoying it. Um, unlike one that's coming up in a little bit here that, uh, one of the jackass cast members oh, yeah, certainly did not about, yeah. enjoy. So it's good to see them having fun. And I think I'll just jump in and rate it and say Do just it. for that alone, um, like not my favorite thing ever, but I'd probably give it a solid six and a half or 6.9, I should say out of 10. Mm-hmm
0: yeah i like that and and i i was tempted to give it slightly higher because i i did have fun with it but i did in spite of it in spite of the concept being nice and and the the dressing of the the costumes and everything being good i did find myself kind of lacking it just felt like it was trying to push up against being great and didn't quite make it so i'm right there with you a 6.9 out of 10 as well
2: uh i'm going with a 6 out of 10 i realized last week like re-listening to the episode that I think I was just giving things a lot higher marks just because it was just a shitty episode and and I just had nothing better to compare it to. But in, in the, the, the last episode and even this one as well, there just wasn't much and I kind of got to like bring back my expectations because I really, like there was nothing great about it. I mean, com- comparison, it was decent, but
1: I'm going with the six out of That's 10. That's a good point, yeah. Fair enough. And uh, coming up next in the rotation, we've got Extreme Unicycling with Steve-O. And uh, this, I love the concept of this because he's just a total jokester about it as he always is. Um, There's this one part in the sketch where he rolls into a store that has a sign on the front Mm. that says no bikes allowed. And I'm just (laughs) saying, that's a good gag right there. I like that. Unicycles in there. Uh, But he's doing all sorts of shit. It's just kind of like one of these compilation pieces. You've got like him uh, uh, unicycling off a ledge Into a dumpster, or, you know, he's going down steps. He's just trying to like scare people in public. And it's just kind of him doing his thing, showing off that he can ride a unicycle. Yeah. When I I got this, this reminded me of
2: this like story when I was, uh, I was in university, University of Waterloo, went to the bar. A bunch of us are just hanging out, just, you know, it's like probably three in the morning. We're all just kind of just don't want to go to sleep yet. And we went to this like area, it was kind of like a, Enclave of the university. there are some stairs there, and there was this fucking guy by himself at like three thirty in the morning with a mohawk jumping downstairs on a unicycle that's- i swear to god i was like how is this fucking happening right now i think i was stoned too and i was yeah. just like i cannot believe like there's a fucking a punk rocker unicyclist by himself at three in the morning just like jumping stairs like, yeah dude i just made me think like how do you cover your nuts like there's no no nothing to brace your nuts no, that's, that's so crazy that's literally you can only- what takes the
0: brunt of the damage and they have one shot of steve-o uh once he puts the the leopard thong on and let me tell you and Jay, I know you'll appreciate this because you grew up as a goth cowboy somewhere between that that Mohawk motherfucker that Chris saw and uh, and 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 Steve-O's balls. But there there ain't room enough in this town for both Steve-O's ball sacks and the seat of that unicycle They They are brushing up against one another, fighting for space, and they both look like they're going to explode. Um, wow. Chris, I, about, about a, that that unicyclist that you saw. I think that's cool. Unicycling alone at three in the morning. Do it for you. I hate the person who unicycles in public because you're doing that to, to be different. Be a weirdo. And it, yeah. There's no it's easier to walk somewhere. And, and less dangerous. And I, in Toronto, there's a uh, a street called Bathurst and it's a pretty significant street. It goes straight into the downtown core and straight outside. And there's one point where there's a pretty steep hill, lots of cars, lots of traffic, passes a really busy intersection. And there was a guy I used to see all the time on the unicycle, unicycling downhill on the unicycle on the street. And all it takes is like one small, turn. like it's a unicycle, major bedhead, uh, who is a very local reference of a canadian kids okay. show on on the big comfy couch used to unicycle
1: professionally
0: and he wasn't good at it because it's impossible to be great at it the only he way was he was a postman on a he was unicycle, right? unicycle. Oh,
1: that fucker yeah okay yeah yeah right, right oh my
2: god i can't believe you just brought that up i literally brought him up like two weeks ago at work because this guy came in with a helmet with his hair sticking out like that at work and i was like man that's oh like that god. guy from fucking uh yeah. big comfy couch i couldn't
0: remember his Major name bedhead, i think about him twice a day (laughs) bet you do fucking weirdo
1: (laughs) yeah that's that's pretty much the sketch so steve-o quit uh i guess the moral here is quit showing off in public you jackass
0: well that 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 did kind of that is kind of what this one felt like he wasn't being really funny every so often he tried to sell a fall by screaming or something like that and they'd like cut to the reaction of someone around but this one kind of like the crayfish uh diaper from last time felt like Oh, fuck. Don't even get
1: me started. I hate when people walk around downtown with a crayfish diaper, Just fucking showing off.
0: That is the worst. Talk about uh, references to characters from kids TV shows is Dr. Crayfish pants from (laughs) um, probably Spongebob. Yeah, maybe Spongebob actually. Uh, No, but this one felt like it was missing something as well. And I think about something like the the snow surfing from Aaron McGahee in in last week's episode, which just got so much more out of a simple concept in a way that this one didn't, and it was trying to be elaborate. It wasn't really until like the last step of this one where Sivo's going down the the cement ramp that I was like, oh, this is actually kind of cool. But I was kind of not no. enjoying this one for some reason.
2: Well, what, what was missing is from the last one, what you're talking about is there was a commitment level. Like when he started going down the big hills in that cement ramp that you're talking about, yeah. he bailed like Immediately. half of a second into yes. it. Like he didn't even want to commit to it. Like this could have been good if he actually committed not saying i would want to like i understand why he did but i'm also not a jackass like they are you know what i mean like if you want to get a good bit you got to commit and he just had no you can just tell he wasn't in the bit and that's definitely what was missing like there's zero commitment level
0: i agree and uh uh i don't know jay you've been kind of quiet in this one anything that stand out to you about this one or or was there are you kind of with us on it where it just felt like it was missing a little bit of personality
1: yeah not really um there was there was a point though where he pulled a face like he's the kind of guy who would bite someone, which I thought was interesting. <laughs> I thought that looks like a hungry man. Like you ever be downtown and you just see a guy pulling that face, you're like, Ooh, don't don't get too close to that one.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So he uh yeah, he rode by a lady on the street and was he was just doing that. And I, I, I don't know. I had that thought or I don't even know why I had to share it, honestly, but I did. <laughs> uh, I'm giving this a three out of 10. I'm just jumping right in here because it's it, it was fun. It's good to see Steve do it, but it didn't really go anywhere either. You know, so.
0: Yeah, I'm giving this one a three and a half out of 10. We've seen the concept before. It didn't really do much uh, uh, to improve upon the concept we're already familiar with. And uh, and and I just was kind of bored the whole time.
2: Yeah, I'm, I'm actually going a two out of 10. Like if you're going to do those like make it look like a dangerous stunt or something. If you don't want to commit to it, just don't fucking do it. Yeah, You know, this was, not jackass, this was whack ass. Ooh. Two out of ten.
0: Dude, nice. Well done. But I think that is kind of the common theme of this episode is a lack of commitment. It just felt like they were hands off. Like they, like they woke up on Saturday morning and they're like, fuck, we have to release an episode tomorrow. Let's put some shit together. Where's Johnny? Oh, he's at his parents' place. Let's start filming there. Steve, you still have that unicycle? Okay, good, good. Like everything felt really just pieced together. It felt very much like the third episode of a season where it's just they've lost a little bit of steam and they put this one in there because they know they've already got your attention. And that that is that is, I think, saying a lot leading into uh, 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 a stunt that's coming up, which you already referenced once, Jay.
1: Uh, Yes. So this next one is something that, you know, we've seen repeated throughout the jackass um catalog i guess from time to time this is a preston and Weeman man tandem stunt and in this one what they're doing is uh preston is sitting on a park bench and this guy's got he's got the rumbly tummy going on poor dude but uh he's got a poop so bad that he's just being like really loud about it like he's like guy in a porno making more noise than the girl kind of loud here uh-huh uh and he <laughs> he you know he heads his way to the porta potty thank god there's one nearby and of course you've got all the innocent bystanders just looking at this guy like what's what's his deal is he gonna be all right gets into the porta potty and we're getting like the best i want to know who is dubbing or making these fart noises because they're the best like they're, <laughs> it was the these, fart
2: machine that i used to have the exact same fart, from that fart machine Do you recognize there that, is that like, in there you're totally no, but, right those those yeah. farts
1: are there but underneath that i'm hearing like some wet Yes. Like lips, lips to inner arm, like inner elbow kind of like dubbing <laughs> going on mixed in there. And it's beautiful. Yes. You thank you. And they're good. And uh, we get a lot of that. We get a lot of moaning and then eventually the door opens. And who do you think comes out? We man in the same construction guy uniform just to shock everybody. So we've seen something like this before. I think this was better than like the, you know, they turn a corner and, uh, you know, it's pressed and chasing. Wee man. Yes. Of stunt. This one's getting
0: creativity in it that we didn't have in the earlier seasons The Preston, as much as I think season three so far has taken a downturn compared to a lot of season two, uh, at least in the opening episodes, the standout is Preston and we man, their creativity is way better now. And I got to be honest, when I was watching this one, I forgot about it completely. And when Preston, which, by the way, he starts off, he's on the park bench eating a, a burrito. And and then he he's like, that's kind of like, I guess the premise is that's what upset his stomach. And he goes to the bathroom. How how hard was it? Do you think it was to to get Preston to put down that burrito and commit to the bit, or did he did they have a, an issue where he kept just like finishing it and forgetting why he was there in the first place? I don't know. Just something to think about. Well, but
1: when he's got not, uh, Vito and the Hoagie type of situation, no. I think that dude that's Vito exactly. Vito
0: and the Hoagie sounds like like a sequel to like Homeward Bound, like a a a, a child's movie about two pets that love each other, Vito no. and the Hoagie, um or or Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid, one or the other. But when when Preston goes into the porta potty and you hear all the fart sounds. I literally wrote wrote down. I was like, this is the dumbest sketch ever. This is what this is. I totally forgot that Wee Man comes out of it. And when he did, it really worked on me.
2: Yeah, I see. The thing is, obviously, nobody at the that's sitting there is going to actually think that he just shat and turned into a small person. (laughs) But like, no, one just,
1: person does. Yeah, one yeah, person does. Yeah, yeah, we'll get to does. that. <laughs> well, I
2: mean, that that's that person's got enough issues on the side, anyways. But it doesn't have to be realistic because for that one or two seconds when he comes out, every single person <laughs> just gets such a good yeah. laugh and such a good joy out of it. So, it, as much as it's obviously not realistic, it, it, it worked. You yeah, know? I, I like the concept of it. It's creative <laughs> and you're going to make people's days. It's one of those pranks that it's, it doesn't fuck up somebody's day. You know, everyone's going to laugh and they're going to tell their story to their friends. And
0: yeah, it's just nice. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 I, uh, the, the, sorry, Mikey, go ahead.
0: <laughs> no, I was just going to say the, the one thing is, you know, you get the first one and the surprise and the shock and awe from it and the everyone laughing around. And that's funny. I don't love that they double and tripled up on this one right away. I think this one should have been an interstitial that played through throughout the episode because I felt by the last one. I was like, OK, I get it. Let's get to the next thing. I've seen this already.
1: Mm. yeah true it was a little long but yeah. uh the, the, they did save the best for last though because of Wii man he sits down after coming out on a like a, a bus bench waiting with you know the folks there on the street and uh there's like this lady that's like uh she's basically like a grand theft auto npc she just,
0: <laughs> just, she likes, oh my god
1: she just fucking stands up does like this robotic half turn to face away from Wii man pauses for a second and then lets out a scream screams at the top of her lungs she doesn't run away screaming she's just standing in place screaming it's the most bizarre thing i've ever seen a human being do i think in public and she's like, like
0: really struggling not, with the fact but.
1: that she witnessed what she
0: witnessed like she's not sure what to think of it she's she believes that this just took place that a guy Imagine shrunk if you
2: were like if you were like on fucking shrooms <laughs> or or you smoke a huge <laughs> joint or on acid and you happen to be there like you would just be completely second guessing yourself and i don't know if anybody else knows this but like when you're on shrooms or some psychedelic, the weirdest things actually happen in the world that you would never be part of if you weren't on Yeah, it. Like just very odd things that you've never encountered normally. And it really makes you second guess your reality. And this would just be, Oh, yeah, something that you just would have serious trouble digesting totally
0: totally it would so- i feel bad for like the person the, to- like the burrito like the bur- hey well done well done <laughs> i feel bad for the person who who would be high in witnessing this because i don't think you come back mentally your mental landscape changes forever after seeing something like that i'd be scared to poo. Be what scared happens if <laughs> it happens to me i i do want, here here's here's credit though that i want to give we man has a way of being the cockiest motherfucker in the entire world. When he gets that smile on his face when he like puts his hands on the bench, he's like he's like doing the smile like, "What's up, guys?" Yeah. Like he's got that California smile on him. I'm like, "That is the most confident human being I've ever seen in my life."
1: I love it. Yep. I agree. And uh it was a fun little segment. I don't think we're going to spend time rating this one. No, I don't cuz it's
0: more of an interstitial, yeah, I think. It should have on the
1: side. Yeah. But uh, we get a quick photo of Johnny Knoxville, 1989. This must be like a, I don't know, like graduation school photo. I don't know what it was from. A headshot maybe or something. Um, don't know why it's in there, but there's someone laughing. Because he looks him.
0: like a fucking nerd. That's why. <laughs>
1: yeah, but didn't didn't we all look of course. like nerds in those pictures? I mean, come on, really? Uh, listen, this next one. Is it just starts off in the best way you could possibly ask for because Pontius is really nervous and we rarely see him this nervous. And he says, uh, my job on the it's show the is to quote. be naked, not kill myself. And that just it's got the best me quote. laughing.
2: I want to get that tattoo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and and it goes to show, like, you know, like we've had a bit of like I know Mikey, I've heard you talk about in the new movie that just came out. There's not much Pontius. Uh huh. And it, it's it's good that he made this quote because it kind of goes back and it's like it just kind of solidifies he was never supposed to be a prank guy he was never supposed to be hurting himself he was supposed to just be there and look good and add comedic like a uh, comedic humor it narrate a little bit and narrate these things and and it really goes to show when uh, when he actually does those things it's kind of him stepping outside of the box opposed to him doing what he's supposed to be doing so it just kind of painted a light and gave extra credit to Literally everything that he well, does. Cr- I understand his character now because they've established it
0: totally. Mm-hmm. And and I was surprised. I'm curious to see what you guys thought about it because when he said it, I thought two things: one, holy shit, this stunt is probably going to be crazy, which it wasn't, and two, oh, it was a little bit a little bit i i think him in his position he had he took the brunt of it being on a tandem bicycle on the back which we'll, we'll get into in a little bit with no brakes with no, no brakes yep. but the other the other part of this is uh i was i don't know if i realized that he didn't do stunts because he's always there i was just like wait a second like I started to think back, what are the dangerous things that he's done? And I know he did like uh, he did the 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 hobby horse, like the little roller roller horse thing, the slingshot (laughs) off of. uh, And he was like a pretty he was a trooper doing it. He took some licks. But yeah, like he doesn't do a lot of the things that are going to give him pain. And I think that's because his character has always been so strong that they want him there, regardless of whether or not he's going to hurt himself.
1: Mm -hmm. Definitely.
2: Yeah, Mike, you're saying this wasn't sketchy, but imagine being i mean if you're driving it's one thing you're on the back of a bike a tandem bike there's so many ways that you have to fall like you can't easily ditch it and there's no brakes and you're going downhill and you have zero control over what's going to be happening it's one thing to be in the front. But sitting there in the back, man, like you, you're just, you know, you're going to crash. There's no way to stop. There's nothing you could do and not being in control. Like, fuck that, man. That's that freaks me out more than most of the stuff. Really? At least they're in control. It's, yeah, I get absolutely. I get
0: that. It's scary. And, and the lack of control is the big deal. Like if I were Danger Aaron, I really wouldn't care too much about this one. But I of all the things we've seen on Jackass and the reactions we've got from the people doing them, even when they're hesitant. This one seemed excessive compared to the relative danger that he was in. You're also forgetting who's driving the bike. <laughs> Danger, Aaron. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh, wasn't
2: it Knoxville? No, no, no. Oh, I thought it was Knoxville, which makes it even sketchier if it was him, because you know he's fucking going for death. Yes. Yeah. <laughs>
1: wow. <laughs> yeah, that's oh, that's a good point. On my part. And I, I I could see the danger fact. I could see the fear a little bit if I was in that position. So I'd, I'd agree with you, Chris, that, yeah, it doesn't look like much on camera. But if you're the one doing it, that sucks to be in that position. And there's a, there's a, a part of the sketch where they're going down this grassy hill. And uh, the end of the hill, there's like a little pathway. And then on the other side of the ditch, the hill continues. It's a, and it's a much and worse hill. It's, it's a, a much worse, worse hill. hill. There's like trees and shit everywhere. And I just love the reaction here because they're going down. They hit the road. And, you know, you presume they put their feet out and try to stop. But I think they had a little bit too much momentum. And they just slowly kind of disappear over the edge <laughs> of the next hill. And then the camera pans. And, like, the whole crew is running down the road because they think they're, like, going to fucking die or something. Just chase it after. Like, oh, shit, they're gone. Go get that, them. Was that, uh, was that was great. That was great. That was a good little visual. I love. that that um but overall like there wasn't a lot of action here but I think like just seeing Pontius out of his element was very interesting so you don't it's rare you see him kind of like you know put off by something and I got a kick out of his nervousness for sure and I think that bumped up the sketch for me a little bit what would you guys what would you give as a rating for this do you think um if you had to
2: I'm going to seven out of ten it was probably my most enjoyable one I enjoyed it it was fun it was sketched me out I don't know why I seem to be the only one thinking that (laughs) Pontius bumps things up. And like you're saying, Jay with his like nervousness before it created that and and definitely the end segment like, where they flipped over the other side and everyone's running like i don't know I, I it was probably my standout part of this whole entire episode so seven out of ten
0: yeah I, I i'm not quite there with you i think pontius brought a weird energy into this one from the get-go and it's fine to see the human side of people like even dave england when he backed out of the ballistics uh that that like mine with, with that shot out the ballistics God, missiles yeah. or ballistic things in, in jackass the movie uh jackass 2 Uh, Seeing him humanized was nice because these are human beings. But he he brought that energy into the stunt. And especially in the beginning, he was bailing super early on it. He would be the reason why the thing fell and wasn't really let it going. And then I was like, we're not getting the typical playful personality upon us. We're not getting any spills. What are we getting out of this one? I was kind of lost for it. So for the number of pedals on this bike, I'm going to give this one a four out of ten.
1: There you go and uh anytime someone mentions that fucking mine from the jackass movie i immediately think of the shot right after it goes off the explosion and then they pan to everybody staring as if like they've just made the worst decision of their entire (laughs) life (laughs) i love that i love that (laughs) ah that's beautiful it's a beautiful moment uh anyway this one uh it was fun but nothing like that you know went over the top for me so probably just three and a half out of ten keep it low um yeah, can't say much more about that. But uh, moving on, we've got the next in the rotation. Where are we at? The we've got an action officer. figure
0: riding a cat,
1: baby. Yeah, a police officer riding a cat. Uh, <laughs> you might be right, Mike. You might be onto something. They had uh, <laughs> nothing going. They had nothing going on. But I will say this, even though this was a simpler episode, there is beauty in the simplicity of some of the things they're doing here. This next sketch is the perfect example of that. And I, I really love this one because... Yeah it's such a good fucking idea they're in an office building probably where they produce the show and they're out in the hallway and they've got a bunch of these you know those big water jugs like they're bottles they
0: they are bottles they're water bottles bottles. and that's that's part of the argument that they have bottles
1: are made out of glass guys it's a jug come on according to dimitri yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know, the filtered water jugs you get on a water cooler, or bottles, sorry if you're in that camp. Don't mean to offend anybody here. <laughs> bottle jug debate. Um, but yeah, they've got a bunch of them. They must have been saving them up, and they've ba- basically lined the hallway with these things, and the object is just run as fast as you can and see if you can skid across the top uh, on a and skateboard. get to the other side. On a skateboard without wheels. Yeah, and I mean, it's such a beautiful concept. It looks like so much fun. I gotta say, my standout moment is when Steve-O does it because somehow everyone else is going horizontally. When he hits it, he like defies gravity and yeah. pops up into the air. He launches upward. He like tries to kick his feet out and he does like the almost does the splits in the hallway. And when he comes down, he just fucking like he injures himself. It looks like he hit the corner of his bad. mouth
0: or something pretty bad. It's like, you know what I liked about this it's and great. the, and the, the different people trying it is you really get to see everyone's personality in the way they attack the bottles. You've yeah. got Dave England, who is a snowboarder and he goes just tradition. He he's, he's, he's low center of gravity. He's balanced and he goes super far on his first attempt. Great. He bails. It's fine. That's fun. Steve-O goes and Steve-O's thing is I'm just going to commit. Even if it hurts, me i'm gonna give it my all and he does that and he fucking fails immediately uh and then johnny comes and johnny's the same way where he's kind of like he he wants to commit but he's incredibly unathletic like very uncoordinated for a guy who does as much as he does and he just fucking flips backwards makes it like a bottle and a half and it's like in the way that they go about it in the way that they fall you get to see a sense of their personality and i found that really intriguing in a weird way
2: Yeah, I I just love this because I know I would crush this one. You know, there's certain (laughs) things you just know you can do. Like, I would fuck you guys up on this, no problem. It's like the uh the big balls in uh, chris thinks he could do the big out? balls
0: and wipe out i would do it 100 percent. oh my god every
2: everybody time. probably I do it says 99% that 99 of
1: the time I, mean, I know on. i
2: can't it's like <laughs> there's certain things you know you can do i know i can do that and i know i would fucking get 20 bottles deep on this <laughs> you, got,
1: you gotta have the big balls to do the big balls i guess eh? that's very true and chris very does true. have
0: both of those things
1: that is very true <laughs> but uh yeah this looks like a lot of fun looks like a good way to kill some time in the office for sure uh, when i saw knoxville doing it and i saw that black hair that beautiful knoxville black hair i i immediately thought of the podcast that steve-o did with Knoxville mm-hmm. about a week ago oh, wild ride yeah he was on and i was yeah i was astonished to find out that he he says his hair had been going gray since, since his like mid-20s yes like i thought this was a recent thing but apparently he's been dying it that long so now I every time i see him i'm like is that natural i don't know is it everyone just for
0: everyone's been thinking that that he just went gray out of nowhere but no apparently he's just been dying his hair this whole time
1: yeah Cool, fun fact, but uh, this one I don't think we're gonna rate. It was just a quick little trip to the office and back. But goddamn, did it look like fun! Uh, we get uh, another quick segment here of Knoxville and Ryan Dunn going two for two in one of those, uh, you know, cow suits, kind of like the Halloween costume where someone's the ass and someone's the front. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, this is a sight, boys, hitting the old cattle ranch trying to make friends with the other cows. Lot of a uh, lot of tandem stunts, eh? Yeah, it's very, very this, candid. This episode.
0: is the this is the precursor to the uh, the zebra stunt in Wild Boys. eh? this is uh, they dress up as a cow in the in like <laughs> a cow costume and they go hang out with cows. The difference is in Wild Boys. They dressed as a zebra and they fucked around with lions. So there's no way I was going to enjoy this one when there aren't lions yeah. around because I've seen the other side of this one and it's way better.
2: Yeah, they got turned down by a cow. How how much of that hurt? Your ego? <laughs> yeah, the cow, the cow just was can- like, yeah, nine nah, fucking that. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I love that. just turns away total disinterest there. Um, But we move on to another animal-themed stunt. And this is where I'm starting to get the thought of, okay, is this a fucking Halloween episode or what's going on here? Because this Uh... is... Chris Pontius in a bat suit. I no, love not this, Pontius. I
0: th- wasn't it Dave England? Who was
1: it? Was, yeah, it was Dave England. I thought oh, it was really? Dave England. Yeah. Kind of but 100%. it was hard to tell. Yeah. I had
0: to rewind it to, to see.
1: No, it's 100%. Yeah, yeah. They had like a spandex hood that had the bat ears and everything. So it kind of covered. You had just the face poking out. Um, But yeah, it's like he's got the wings and everything. It's a great costume. And he's basically just going around the city at night, hanging off of stuff and popping out and trying to scare people. And I got to say, like, Hanging in the bus was the best. I have no idea how he got his feet all the way up onto like the upper hand. Boots. like that. Yeah, he's got the boots. He's got the,
2: the hook boots. Remember those boots. boots that were in all those 90s, yeah, yeah, yeah. 90s movies where it's like you hang up
1: outside of a door
0: and
2: you're all cool for some you reason? You know the
0: boots that made Deuce Bigelow <laughs> uh, no, male but, gigolo destroy the aquarium yes. of the person okay. whose house wow. he was staying? That's exactly. Thank you. Exactly that's a better
1: Yeah, that's better
0: um this was this was hilarious man i loved the 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 and you got to keep in mind this is pre morph suit phase this is pre it's always sunny doing the the morph suit and making Mm. it the most common costume that anyone can imagine you got dave england in the morph suit with a piece of fabric that makes him legit look like a bat and it was so funny him doing things like when he's hanging at the end of a dark alleyway and people are walking towards him and they're like look, I know there's a guy dressed as a bat hanging there, but I have to walk by him and they get the shit scared out of them anyway. That anticipation yeah. and that the obviousness of what's about to happen is so funny. And Dave England has such a good way of playing with that and playing with your expectations to tell a joke, especially an earlier jackass that I was along for the ride the whole time on this one. I, I really, really fucking liked it. But but yeah. Jay, I've I've been thinking about this the whole time and you're going to have to help me out with this because you mentioned at the beginning of this episode, you're like, this is like a Halloween themed episode. And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? (laughs) And now you're saying 15 minutes in, there's a three minute segment with a bat. And you're like, it's yeah. a Halloween episode. Well, and we just had the fucking
1: like, tandem cow there, short-term memory loss.
0: What, that's, what does that have to do with Halloween? The fact you know, that they're in a costume? Uh, I've never yeah, seen a exactly. tandem cow uh, Halloween costume before. No, that's, a, you, that's a farm Sounds one.
1: like you go to shitty costume parties. <laughs> oh, right.
0: I forget you're from Alberta. <laughs> Sorry.
1: Every That's like everybody, like every second house.
0: Someone's <laughs> doing, doing the fucking cow. cow, yeah. cow
1: costume. It's like enough of this already. This is getting old, guys. Come on. A little creativity. Uh, no, but I I like the bat suit. It's simple. There's this isn't really like an amazing stunt by any means, by any jackass standards. But it's funny because I think what it is, is that it's just utterly ridiculous. And he he commits to the bit. CJ, I thought I thought the last stunt was utterly ridiculous. Oh, no. Here we go. Wow. Wow. (laughs) Should we should we give that a moment of silence? Just yeah, please. Please let me stew in that one. All right. Thank you.
0: (laughs) Lest so, forget. Uh,
1: despite me having to chuckle at it, I, I can't out of good conscience rate this really high because I know there's better stuff in the jackass canon. So I'm probably just going to give it a four, but it still made me laugh and I appreciated it. So there you go.
0: Yeah. You know what? I'm struggling a little bit uh, to Chris's point of, of giving rating or giving stunts a higher rating in a, in a lesser episode, because it's just a moment of good in an otherwise sea of bad, uh, that being that badness being this episode, but I did enjoy it. I'm going to give this one a five and a half. Uh, I think that it missed a little bit, uh, a little bit more personality, but the concept, no, you know what? I'm going with a six. I'm going to bump it up to a six. I did have a decent amount of time with it.
2: Yeah, I'm going to five out of 10. It was right across the middle for me. Thanks.
0: Oh, baby. We got the straight flush award. Wow. I wasn't expecting that, but we got a four or five and a six all across oh. the board. It has been a while. Ring the bells, ladies and gentlemen. We love these sorts of awards. Oh, boy. I'm not going to sleep tonight. This is exciting for me. Is hey, that a this real is almost bell? As exciting as the time we got the crazy eights award.
2: Not as exciting, not as exciting. No, no, no that's, no, 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 that's special. No, that
1: you know you know what is exciting guys uh dimitri the terrible am i right how exciting was this
0: this was weird man this was this was a weird interstitial he's super drunk he's he's like what appears to be like hitting on johnny knoxville or just getting super close to him he slaps him johnny punches him security gets involved and they say we're friends and then it cuts like this was not supposed to be filmed for jackass again makes me think that they were just going through the archives looking for a way to fill an episode
1: exciting hey how about emus you like emus uh because I do. mikey does, they're I do. fucking breeding like rabbits and they're killing people says bonnie so watch out <laughs> we're going on an emu hunt this is the early wild boys precursor right here. I, i'm thinking because he's playing the character man he's doing the fucking nature documentary commentary here i love it he does mention that the tips of the claws on an emu contain a poison comparable to the sting of black widows is that true no like 1, he's making it up of them. but
0: that, but it's great uh, that he's making it up like this i wish is, it was is... true Peak Pontius, He's like, he's like, yeah, each claw has the sting of a thousand black widow spiders, and they've got three claws. So that's and he can't even do the math. A lot of black widow spiders. That's, a a lot. Like, that's great. <laughs> this is this one is so funny. He's making it up like this is what I used to imagine as a kid when I'd be doing things like playing games with myself, just imagining circumstances. He's just pretending it's it's a bigger deal than it is, and I'm loving it along for the ride. Yeah. All he has to do is corral this emu into a pen. And uh and he's he's taking us along for the ride.
1: Indeed, he is. And hey. Have you
2: ever heard, like, the phrase beefcake? This, like, just show a picture of Pontius <laughs> yes. from this at this exact yeah. moment. Yeah. Like, that is what beefcake is.
1: 100%. I, I think that's the perfect description of Pontius. And I don't know if the emu felt the same, but as he said, if you get attracted to them, you can show them a little pleasure. Not that I'm going to do that right now. Uh, and, you know, after letting the emu into the cage, he mentions that it wasn't too bad at all. And then I love how he catches himself, looks at the camera and goes, I mean, it was the most intense thing I've ever done.
0: <laughs> Dude, you can tell he's so proud of himself, too. Like, he's very proud. I don't know if he expected to be able to do it, but he's turned to the camera. He's like, oh, I fucking He even goes to the guy who's there at the farm. Like, it's his emu farmer. I don't know why emu farms exist now that I say that. What would the point of an emu farm be? But he's there and he's like, have you, have you done that? Have you ever done that before? And the guy's like, yeah, yeah, no, it's not a big deal. And then he's like, "Yeah, like it was. It was a really big deal. Like I don't care." Pawnee has such a childlike energy to him in this one that I—it just made me chuckle.
1: Would either of you be surprised if I told you that I once worked on an alpaca farm for a summer?
2: Actually, wouldn't Jay?
1: Yeah, I know. I totally
2: expected you to say something yeah. like that.
0: I, I could imagine. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. It's true. It's not not far of a stretch. It's true, you know. Was that after the Pooh Factory? <laughs> Before, actually, I was going to uh, say the Fudge uh, Paca Factory. <laughs> You got the
0: alpaca listen, and the fudge the p-
1: paca. Listen, the alpaca factory was a dream. But when you get a job offer like that on the table, you can't really turn it down. No, so of, course, I, I had, of course. I had, had to part ways with the alpaca farm. And did I say alpaca factory a second ago? I, I hope I did. did yeah, that's yeah. that's an amazing visual right there. Just a bunch of alpacas coming down the conveyor belt. Um, <laughs> listen, the uh, wee man's here to do some skating. He's going to skate a sculpture real quick. It's like a uh, I don't know, a sideways blue box. He does pretty good. I like seeing him skate. That never gets old. Yeah. Johnny Knoxville is here for the big finale, and he's here with his father, Phil. Hey, what a coincidence. Bam and Johnny both have a dad named Phil. What I didn't even think about that. That's a good point. Why are we
2: here Johnny's today? Dad, we have to give him Johnny's dad credit for literally having the first MAGA hat ever. <laughs> fuck.
1: Was it red, too? I didn't it even was notice. Red it, was, and it
2: was basically a MAGA hat, 100%.
0: That's so funny. Holy
1: shit, man. You guys yeah. got a
0: body of Trump, too, so yeah. Yeah, he was kind of
1: embodying uh, uh, Trump before Trump, Trump was Trump. Yeah. We're going to watch our nephew, not our nephew, Johnny's ne- nephew, uh, passed some wind in the living room, <laughs> and I just love that he just gets in there, assumes the position for the camera, pants down at the ankles, he's bent over, uh, ass in the air, just ready to go, and I didn't think they were going to, but yeah, they tape a lapel mic to his right butt cheek, aimed at his asshole, which is just beautiful, beautiful tactics here. I love, though, before they can even get the mic on, he's already letting farts out, and just like, <laughs> just hold on, don't start yet, don't start yet. They get the mic taped on there, and and guys this was amazing. Like why is this so goddamn funny? It's just a dude farting in front of his family in the living the room. Best.
0: Farts are the best.
2: Farts, farts are, are the, best? the best. That's it. And my mom's a fart <laughs> laugh. <laughs> that's documented on the internet now. Glory, Aaronworth is a fart line.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's an inside joke with the family. Uh, almost as fewer people are going to understand that reference uh, than my uh, Big Comfy Couch reference that I made earlier on. So we're really isolating a lot of fans on this episode. But it's true. It is true.
1: And um, I, listen, I just love, speaking of Big Comfy Couch, that this is just the family sitting on the couch, watching another one of their family just <laughs> farting in front of a camera. <laughs> that's very like, true. There's nothing to this, but god damn it's like it goes silence fart laughter silence poo. fart laughter poo yes there's a rhythm to it it's there's <laughs> something beautiful here man
0: it i don't know it didn't work as well as, on me as as oh no out, no please. i'm serious i i wanted to love it but it felt i think once i clued into the fact that this was the stunt they were going out on i was like i don't know it felt like it just felt lacking I mean, you get creativity with farts and jackass at other points in time. This one was just and maybe that's what the humor is. Maybe I'm overthinking it. Maybe the humor that's is exactly that it's it just is. a guy farting. Uh, but I, I don't know. I, I I didn't get as much. I didn't hate it. But I think as a way to to go out on the episode, it surprised me a little bit. Like, here's the thing. You know how every episode has a title based on one of the stunts? What stunt do you think this one's based on? Did you guys see that?
2: I didn't even see it.
0: But uh, yeah, office this, chairs. This is- it's office chairs. Oh, and like
2: yeah, that makes sense. In, in an
0: episode with office chairs, you would think that they would go out with a little bit more of a bang. But no, I just felt like it was it was a little bit disappointing. Maybe maybe it's because I was expecting this to be the thing that carried the episode out from the basement. But no, it didn't do it. Mm. I, but the man poop, pooped himself, though, Mikey. That's I mean, yeah, Mike. That's true. He pooped the on the outside. He pooped in the, front of his family. He pooped the outside of his <laughs> pants, which is the funniest part. And his uh, mom—he's never going to gonna live up. that down yeah. either.
2: Like they're always going to say you're the guy that pooped yourself when you were trying to do a skit uh, for TV. Yeah, oh, that's great.
1: And yeah, I love that they get his mom in there, and he said that I just crapped. Oh my god! Uh, he gets the mom to um, clean the poop up. Knoxville does, and as if this just runs in their blood. I couldn't believe it because. The minute she's holding that piece of shit in the tissue, (laughs) she goes after Johnny with it, like immediately doesn't even think about it. Just trying to get that on him in any way, shape or form. And she's like dogpiling him on the couch. And Johnny's like pleading for his life. Please don't put that poop on me. I just thought that was beautiful that, you know, they all they all do that. That Their brain goes to the same the same place.
0: That that was nice. And that was probably my favorite part of this one. And the fact that when they cut back, the kid is still Dusty is still. It, assuming the position
1: on the living room floor he just doesn't yeah leave. just stay there
0: and he doesn't wipe his ass what the fuck kid what are you doing
1: yeah he just buckles yeah. his pants up and
0: <laughs> he's like it was clean it came out clean no by the nature of what the fuck just happened it can't come out clean you shat yeah. yourself
1: you like yeah. what are you doing that would have had to been some projectile shit for that to have come out clean i'm sorry dusty but yeah, uh, exactly. that, that is the end of the sketch. It, it was funny. Like, the thing is, like, there's nothing to that at all. But just the, the sound of the farts on a lapel microphone is fucking music to my ears. I loved it. Ah, Chris, since you're an appreciator of this one, give me your rating. What would you say?
2: I'm going a seven out of ten. I love farts. There was a lot of farting. The poop was a nice little present at the end. The chase around. <laughs> it was just a great all around sketch. Seven out of ten.
1: Uh,
0: Mikey. I'm, I'm going to go with a six on this one as well. Uh, it could have been better. I think Johnny could have been a bit more entertaining in this one. You know, you're you're bringing out some untrained talent. You're going to need someone with a bit more charisma, apart from just a guy assuming the position. You know what it's like? It's like in improv when, uh, when an improv actor starts laughing. If they're not a good improv actor, that's not funny. And if someone is coming on jackass and all they're doing is bending over and farting, if I don't know that they're actually good at this sort of thing, then that's not funny to me. But if Johnny Knoxville does it and I'm like, Oh my God, they're wasting a whole Johnny Knoxville scene on him farting. That is a bold choice. And I like it. So it's just a six out of 10 for me.
1: All right. That's fair. I would agree with Chris and go up to a seven on this one, because looking back at my notes here, this isn't quite a puke omelet level of of mastery, in my my opinion, but it is better than, say, I don't know, crawfish, diaper, something like those Mm -hmm. lines. Um, So a good seven out of ten sits nicely with me. And uh, I hope it sits nicely with you, listener, because that is the end of the episode. In the credits here, I do want to point out a little bonus fun fact. Aaron loses a tooth on that tandem bicycle. This may be the first tooth loss by Aaron McGehee, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. I
0: don't know how he, and it's always the same fucking tooth.
1: How does he always lose the same (laughs) tooth?
0: It's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, But that was good. Actually, the post credit sequence had some of the best moments of this episode. You've got Chris Pontius testing out the glue helmet being lifted on a forklift and falling like six feet. which was like pretty intense. And then, and then Aaron obviously losing, losing his tooth. Uh, I liked the post credit sequence in this one quite a bit. Do you guys want to go into uh, our usual segment? Uh, I love doing this. You want to give our MVP of the episode? Sure. Let's do that.
1: Who wants to go first?
0: Uh, I can, I can lead us off. Uh, I'm going to, I'm going to start this one. mm, It's tough because I don't think that there were uh, a ton of, uh, of, of, of standouts but i think dave england has to be it for me between the level of energy and expertise he brought to the water jugs and the amount of commitment he brought to the bat bit i think he was the the standout in this one he's my mvp for this episode
2: yeah you know what i'm gonna probably have to agree with you it was a close second for pontius just because we had that establishing thing and the emo thing i enjoyed quite a bit but dave england definitely brought the heat this episode
1: okay jay what about you uh, fair enough. Yeah. I, I, I think that was a safe assessment by both of you that, uh, Dave England did a good job, but I wouldn't put him as my MVP. I don't think, uh, this one was kind of hard to pick an MVP for, to be honest, just because like there was a lot going on, a lot of different yeah. guys. Um, yeah, I honestly don't even know which way I would go. Um, You know what? I'm going to go with uh, the fucking mom of the guy who shit himself. She's the MVP. Uh, That's a good one. I like that. Because she cleaned up when no one else would. So props to her. Uh, Lynn Lynn Chattanooga. Thank you, Lynn Chattanooga.
0: You win. And, well, speaking uh, of uh, na- things that start with L, what about the least valuable player
2: of, of today's episode? I think, I'm, I think I'm going back to back Stevos. I think I did Stevo last week as well. I cannot believe I'm doing this, but he's he's just not himself. He just hasn't been in a good rhythm these past few
0: episodes. He's been slacking a little bit. He's been slacking. I don't disagree. I'm actually going to take, I'm going to go out on a limb on this one and say that I think the LVP, based on not living up to his standards, is Johnny Knoxville. I don't think he did enough to bring out the good in, in his main stunt, which was the gluehound and uh and i think he just kind of stuck around in the background with his uh with his family around and didn't do enough to kind of like introduce them and and color what what they were doing so johnny i hate to do it because i fucking love you buddy but you are my lvp oh boy
1: that's tough that's tough i think i'm gonna go with uh dimitri the terrible dimitri (laughs) the terrible you are my lvp because you had a moment you had a big debut in jackass and buddy you let it slide. You let it slip. I don't know if you're ever going to come back from that one. And Even if I see him again one day, I'll always remember his debut appearance and just be a little disappointed. Wait a in second. Dimitri this was not terrible. his
0: debut appearance. He's been on the show a lot. In fact, he was in the last episode as well. And he was he was the guy who did <laughs> uncle. Uh, remember the, the guy who ran in as the Russian uh, in, in Johnny yep. Knoxville's uncle's place? He's he's actually been in this quite a quite a bit.
1: Little did you know, Mikey, that Dimitri the Terrible actually has an identical twin brother, also <laughs> named Dimitri. Dimitri uh, the
0: Not-So-Terrible.
1: <laughs> so I was not referring to last week's Dimitri, just just for reference sake. Okay, um, okay. good, good. Yeah.
0: A, it was the other one, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's right. Hey, if you have a twin cousin or, you know, something you want to share with us that's weird or strange that, that we don't know about you, uh, why not? Uh, at Pod on Twitter and Instagram. Share all your deepest and darkest secrets with us in public on Do social it. media. Yes. And uh, thanks for joining us. Like, seriously, guys, we are having such a blast. And next week, we're going to be at the midway point of this season. Boys, I'm looking forward to it. How about you? Hell yeah. Can't wait, babies. Mm-hmm. I have nothing else to say, so I think I'm just going to wrap this up. Thanks for joining us. Perfect. And uh, we'll see you next week, I guess. Bye. I'm Jason Wellwood. Bye, I'm Chris Aaronworth. Bye, I'm
0: Mikey Aaronworth. And this has been Jackassed.
1: Furnished by Sad Styles Productions. Get into it. This was a Press X for Sound audio production.